Hello and welcome to the I'm Walking Here podcast. Come and listen to some idiots talk about sports and give their takes for a while. Welcome to another episode of I'm Walking Here. I'm Dresden Masolin Music. Join my good friend, as always, the New Yorker, Bryce Old. How you doing tonight, Bryce? Good. All right, good. Uh, football season is back, like real football, not not the not not preseason. We actually have like real football, like sorta that people actually sort of care about. Not really. I mean, t- it technically is the real football. If if we're talking on a legal technicality basis, this is that was that Thursday night game was not real rap, unfortunately. Well, let's let's talk about that Thursday night game because I mean, some things happened. Low key, no MCU. Bucks did not look that good. They uh they did look rough. Definitely some things to work out. I also, as a fantasy GM, have some things to work out apparently because I drafted Gronk and uh, he sat on my bench while he caught two touchdowns. So, well, uh, that 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 really sounds like you just I benched him. I'm benched him for Tanyan, man. Uh, all right, I mean. I mean, it's not horrible. It's not the worst idea. I don't hate that benching. Yeah, it just didn't work out this week. It's that's probably Tanya, a matchup Tanya, to matchup. Tanyan against the Saints defense isn't necessarily a bad uh, start. Just like how yeah. against Cowboys defense wasn't necessarily a bad start either. I think that I that tight end platoon is like matchup to matchup basis, pretty much. I I don't think anyone expected Gronk to go eight catches for ninety and two touchdowns. No, I think that just. I think if I did expect him to do that, I would have started him. Well, maybe someone else expected him to do that. I feel like if you're starting Gronk week one, um, you're a little racist. Like I feel a little disgusting even having him on my team. I'm um Yeah, I don't know about that one. Yeah, cuz you have him, bro. You I started actually, him in I two leagues. Actually. I'm only in one league this year. I only did one too. It's probably one too many. No, I I got um no, cuz I took Mark Andrews again this year. Like he's like my Mr. Not Reliable. Bad. Ertz used to be my Mr. Reliable, but now he kind of reeks of piss and shit. Yeah, I got Mark Andrews, and I got I got Tyler Higby on my bench, so like I'm pretty satisfied with my tight ends. Yeah, I never like if I even draft a backup tight end, ninety percent of the time they last like two weeks, and I have someone else. <laughs> I drafted Mac Jones as a meme in my last pick, but now I have three starting court QBs on my roster. So I don't. I only drafted one QB. I didn't even get a backup. There's no point. That's that's kind of bold. It's really not because it's dumb to carry a backup QB if you know you're starting one. 
like you have a starter. Why carry a backup I mean, for more than a week? Gonna, are you just gonna hit? You're gonna hit the free agency block on uh on their bye week or something? Or yeah, they have one bye week. I don't know, man. I like carrying at least two QBs my roster just for a matchup thing. There's no point, man. And the, like, I, I have I have Josh Allen who I'm starting. There's no every week. Okay, when you draft a QB. When you draft a certain level of fantasy QB, there's no matchup to matchup basis. You know you're playing them. I mean, yes. And I got a QB that is not matchup to matchup basis. Who who do you have a QB? I have Lamar. In terms of fantasy QBs, it does not get much better than that. That's fair. I, I, I can accept that. I'm not benching Lamar for any reason. He's either getting hurt or playing every game, so. Except his bye. And then I'll go pick up, like, I don't know, it's a 10 person league. I can live without Lamar for one week. Oh, well. I don't even have two defenses, bro. I'm definitely going to rotate defenses out a lot. Yeah, it's been, I, I'm. Glad I drafted two defenses because I thought Tampa's defense was going to be good this season, but Mm-mm. They, Mm-mm. they got cooked. I mean, Dallas's offense does that. I mean, there is that is a good offense end of the day. Um, I don't know. It, it's could... crazy to think like this is the same defense that held the Chiefs to nine points, but then Dak just cooked them. I mean, it's first game of the year. You know how it is. That is true. Um, we could get into fantasy football. I mean, if you want to discuss. I mean, we can discuss. Let's discuss. My starters. I guess it does depend on... Um, some things, but I got Lamar, I got John Taylor, I got Josh Jacobs, Stephon Diggs, Scary Terry, Tanyan, um, Tyson Williams, who's at Ravens back. He won't be there long, but because I had Gus Edwards, uh, and then he tore his ACL. So I yeah, I'm gonna drop I'm gonna him. give a shout out to uh, my friend Christina, who not only drafted J.K. Dobbins. But then when he got hurt, she picked up Gus Edwards to replace him. So that's pain. Shout out to um, Christina for dealing with that. I got the uh, Bills defense and uh don't and then uh Daniel Carlson, who I actually didn't even draft. I actually picked him up after. I drafted the Browns kicker, but I was like, yeah, Carlson's good, so I'm just gonna use him. Yeah. All right, my- so uh Oh, I forgot I had Gallup on my bench, and now he's out for like a couple of weeks. So that's like I handle that. Um, good stuff going on, really. So uh, my roster right now, I have Josh Allen, uh, Saquon Barkley, James Robinson, uh, Justin Jefferson, and Julio Jones at wide receiver. Mark Andrews at tight end. Um, DeAndre Swift at flex. Although I'm debating if I want him at flex or. Mostert. Um, Tampa Bay's defense, who is clearly cooked product, but oh well. 
And uh, my kicker is Brandon McManus. So I'm I'm pretty satisfied with my uh, with sixteen my teams. Be like, I mean, I don't know. Projection wise, I was projected to finish first. So I'm, I'm yeah, no shit. I don't know who you're playing with, but oh, you said six. Not... Oh, did you say six team league or did you say yeah? Six? Oh no, it's a ten team league. Like yeah, you're playing with fucking. Members of a zoo, apparently. No, it's uh, it's my college friends. Yeah, I'm sure human beings are letting you have Julio and Justin Jefferson at wide receiver. Yeah, Julio slipped. I don't know why. I mean, he kind of, I don't know, he might end up being like a wide receiver too. Because, yeah, like, t- Tennessee's offense is weird. I think I think Julio is above AJ Brown, but Tannehill might go to AJ Brown more often just because he's more yeah, I mean, with him. That yeah. might just be that. And then obviously you have Derrick Henry, who's eating half the touches. Like half yeah. of the snaps are going to be in Derrick Henry's hands. So, I mean, for good reason too. I wish I had Derrick Henry again, man. It's pain. Yeah, I was debating between Derrick Henry and Saquon, but uh, I decided to be a little more adventurous and take. You decided Saquon. I don't want to win the league this year. You know, I see the touches are going to be a lot less spread out in that Giants offense. You were like, "Damn, bro, my team's so good. I don't even need a first round pick for real." I mean, there were if I wanted to punt my first round draft pick, there are way funnier things I could have done. No, this is this is like the I I think I'm better than you, so I'm gonna draft Saquon instead of somebody who's gonna play every game this year. Well, you know, if if the Giants medical staff is the reason why Saquon can't play a game or two, then uh, you know, like no, the Giants O line is going to get him slaughtered, brother. You know, if that if Kevin Zeitler gets this is Saquon killed. Here's the unfortunate truth. And word to Kanye, let me be honest. Let me be honest. Saquon Barkley is first round Joe Mixon. Okay, that's that's a little egregious. No, that's a hundred percent what it is. No, I think that's a hundred percent accurate. I because it's the same situation, it's just Saquon's better. Yes, Saquon is better than Joe Mixon. But it's the same it's the same scenario. Talented back I, on the team that's fucking useless. I think Saquon brings more to the Giants than Joe Mixon does to the Bengals. Not yes, that Joe that's Mixon's not a good running back. But Saquon, I'd say, is at least worth a first round draft pick. I honestly wouldn't do it. I honestly, in any position, would not take Saquon. Like, because I just understand how bad that Giants team really is. I I do not feel comfortable. I really don't even feel comfortable taking like any offensive player on the Giants. Really. Like all of them are so to me. Even the Bengals, I did not draft a single Bengal or a single Giant. Because what's the point? I think someone drafted Joe Burrow. And I know oh, someone, someone did. I know yeah, someone some... picked up Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase. No, I don't want to touch any. I don't want to touch Joe Mixon. I don't want to touch Joe Burrow. I don't want to touch Jamar Chase. 
I don't want to. I don't want to touch any of that. I don't want to touch Tyler Boyd. I don't want to touch well, any of these players. I don't want to touch Kenny Galladay. I don't want to touch like. I don't want any of these people. Now, Bryce, what if what if you secretly had Daniel Jones on your bench right now? And I told you I didn't draft two QBs. I know, the only QB like, the only that, QB I got, Amara. Yeah, that's. I mean, there's much better QBs on the free agent block than Daniel fucking Jones. <laughs> Who is on the QB block free agent wise? Uh, that's a great question. Let's take a look. I got Tyrod Taylor, Matt Ryan, Tua, Zach Wilson, Darnold Carr. Wentz, because apparently he's playing. I thought he was hurt. Yeah, no, Wentz is starting week one, which is weird, because I thought they said he was going to be out like five weeks, but now apparently he's even, alive. Even though fucking Jimmy G is on this, like... Man, I didn't realize how bad Daniel Jones' season was last year. That's egregious. Yeah. Now I'm looking at it. Yeah, Still so... Uh, 3,000 yards, though. Yeah, my top QBs available right now are uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, who, like, if he brings Fitzmagic, that might be, like... Uh... Fitzpatrick is not available for me. Uh, Tyra Taylor, Matt Ryan, uh, Kirk Cousins, Sam Not Darnold. available for me, either. Jared Goff's available. Are you telling me that someone in your league picked up Jared Goff? Um, it seems like Goff is on a roster. Good lord. No, he's not. He's not. I don't know. He's not, but I don't know where he is. Then. I didn't see him. Oh, he's just projected to have, like, no points. I mean, it says he's projected to have 18 on ESPN. I don't know. Oh, he's projected 15.4 here. Are you on, what are you on, Yahoo or Sleeper? It's ESPN. It's just different settings, probably. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Fair enough. Someone has Tua in your league? I Yeah, Tua's my backup. Oh, you have Tua. Yeah, so I have three AFC East QBs on my roster, but I only had two of them like that I intentionally drafted. I drafted Mac as a joke. So you have you have three of four AFC East QBs? Yeah. Who's, the, my... sick, who, who's the sick individual that has Kirk Cousins on their team? No one has Kirk Cousins on my team. Or in my league. Mm, someone does here. I don't know if they're starting him though. I can't imagine that they would. He was drafted too. He wasn't even picked up. Who's Minnesota even playing? Oh well, against Cincinnati. Uh, I mean, he's he's not starting. He's starting. He is Kyler Murray. So obviously, I don't know. Kirk Cousins against Cincinnati might not be the worst start. Honestly, no, but. It's Kyler Murray. I'm not against. I don't know. I Kyler Murray is not the set in any situation. He is not a set. Kyler Murray is a play every week player. There's there's just players you play every week. Like it's just not an option. Like I don't care if fucking if I had Aaron Rodgers. I don't care if he's going up against the fucking purple people eaters. He's fucking starting. Yeah, I don't know about that. Oh, no. I am not sitting Aaron Rodgers for any fucking reason. Oh, well, Aaron. Okay, I thought we were still talking about Kyler Murray. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers. No. That's a... 
Like, if I have Mahomes or Rodgers or, like, even someone like Lamar for fantasy, I'm not sitting them for any reason. I don't care. They can go against the, they can go against the fucking Roman army. I don't care. They're starting. Why, why would the Roman army be playing football? They'd be into it. Dude, one of them would bring a fucking sword onto the battlefield, and that's a 15-yard penalty for unnecessary roughness. And probably assault charges too. At least that'd probably be a spot foul. I think if he had a weapon. I feel like. I... All right, honest question here, Brandon. What what would the penalty be for brandishing a weapon on the field? Definitely. Criminal more charges. Than Fifteen not... yards. I feel like it'd be a thirty-yard penalty. I mean, if you, it, just for brandishing the weapon, not actually firing it. Yeah, definitely 30 yards. I mean, maybe it's... would it be? I guess it would be considered unsportsmanlike conduct to uh, have a weapon. I think, I think in the scenario, if someone deadass pulls out a weapon, I think they do two personal falls. Like, I think they give the player one and the team one just because they literally let him have a weapon on the field. Um, so, yeah, I, I think um, that would be a 30-year penalty. Huh. All right. I mean, I don't hate that reasoning. That sounds about right. Like you dead ass like we do you really like if you had Derrick Henry you dead ass looking at his matchup and caring? No. Yeah, that's fair. Like you wanna say, oh Derrick Henry's playing Pittsburgh this week, I'm gonna sit him. Like, are you fucking crazy? I don't know. I, I, I'm typically of the mindset that I look at matchups every week, and usually I don't care if it's like a key Yeah, player. not for my stars. I don't know, man. I, I usually don't sit the stars unless there's an, like a legitimate reason not to. Like, let, Let's say your star wide receiver is going up against the best passing defense in the league, and you have your backup, don't care. and they have their backup quarterback. Is that is that really worth the roster spot at that point? What do you mean? Okay, so like, Let's let's think about this. Let's say, all right, who who who's your number one receiver, Bryce? Diggs. Okay, so let's say you got Diggs against I don't know who who had the number one passing defense in the league last year. Probably um, Pittsburgh. I don't think it was Pittsburgh actually. Um. But regardless, let's say Josh Allen goes down and they got fucking who, whoever the backup is. Oh, are you saying? Okay, I mean, so let's even okay. then. So they're starting fucking kissing titties against the best pass defense in the league. Who are they starting? Kissing titties, Mitchell Trubisky. Oh, I forgot about that tweet. Yeah, apparently he uh, he didn't even know that tweet was made because a friend made it on his account. He didn't realize it until he got That's, drafted, and that went it went uh, yeah, viral. Okay. Yeah, I'm positive. Hey, man, high schoolers are fucking weird. 
Um, Mitch Trubisky will obviously dominate the number one passing defense, unfortunately, ratio. Yeah, I guess that wasn't the best one because obviously he is the MVP, so... Yeah, Josh Allen's going down week one. Mitch Trubisky MVP season Buffalo is uh, coming soon. Yeah, Mitch that Trubisky wasn't... resurgence wagon. <laughs> the fucking resurgence wagon. Jesus yeah, Christ. if you if there's an, a Twitter account for a player that's resurgent wagon based, that player's career is cooked. <laughs> Gary Sanchez, um. But yeah, Yankee, Yankees fans love Gary Sanchez. Hashtag extend Gary just to Gary Sanchez. Gary Sanchez is skinny. <laughs> Gary Sanchez is going to go crazy in Japan, though. Well, do you think he'll make it to Japan? I definitely will, just with his bat. Nah, dude, the KBO's all over that. The KBO. He's got a marketable nickname. I, I think that's that's gonna scream KBO. He's gonna he's that gonna was... go stupid for the NC Dinos. Gary Sanchez's career in Japan is going to go absolutely bonkers. He's just not built for uh actual the MLB. He's not built for the MLB, but. In the LB, you have to be at least be competent with defense, and well, he's he's just not. But football, yeah, football. There are things happening. Gary Sanchez really do be built like a center. <laughs> um. Yeah, but he'd have to be able to block things in that case, and well, Gary <laughs> <laughs> Sanchez block challenge. Gary Sanchez, Gary, stop a wild pitch challenge. Gary Sanchez, tag challenge. Uh, can we can we take a second to appreciate how badly he missed that? And the umpire still called the runner out. I mean, bro, the throw beat him by like the throw 20 beat feet. Literally, and Sanchez just stands there. I don't know how. He moves out of the way of a runner and then tries to apply the tag. There is zero reason for I that. mean, bro, Gary Sanchez literally is like 289. No, he's not 280. He's yeah. definitely not skinnier than the guy running at him. And he moved out of the way. And he has gear on. Oh, and he's also a fucking catcher, so it's kind of his job. <laughs> that one was just comedic. Uh, uh, Gary Sanchez is 230. Not quite 280. <laughs> It's one Popeye's biscuit away from being tight up. <laughs> Six two two thirty, man. That no, nah, that brother's pushing left tackle at that point. God, but, um, what a dime of a throw that was, too. Oh, Gallo, Gallo should have had the assist. Just absolutely beautiful throw, and Gary's just like, nah, <laughs> nah, fuck you. See, this is an important thing about sports. Um, I think a lot of people don't understand this. is uh, Winning is an option you have. You don't have to win. 
That's yeah, a winning choice. Is, winning is strictly optional. It's like that is very optional. It is not a demand. It's like wearing shoes at a restaurant. You don't have to do it. That's strictly your choice. No, I think that's even more of a a demand than winning in sports. Like winning is purely a choice. You make a conscious decision to go out and win or lose every time you play a game. I mean, granted, did Sanchez being a fucking idiot on that play necessarily change the outcome of the game? No. No, because they lost by seven. However, that play was objectively hilarious. And I'm really wondering why you guys don't consistently start Higgy. Because I know his bat isn't as good, but like... It's not an well, active liability on defense, and he actually can produce on offense. So it's, it's not like the cool. thing is, um, with Hickey, it's like it's like putting a band aid on. Like it's not really gonna fix anything. It's just like one less problem. I don't. I, I feel like it would at least like it would solve a problem on a team that has a lot of problems. All I know is Jeff Mathis is a Yankee, so. (laughs) Jeff Mathis can't hit. Jeff Mathis and me have the same hitting stats. That's kind of crazy. It's kind of crazy that the Yankees refuse to use, like, their good catchers. Well, it's because Gary's bat, realistically, is better than theirs. And we're going with the just vibes. I mean, the defense sucks ass anyway, right? Like, even if we took Gary out, there'd still be like two errors a game. Yeah, but I feel like, I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. Like our infield is just vibing out there. I mean, it's not even like his bat has been. He's good when he actually hits the ball, but he's hitting 210 this season. So it's like. It's not yeah, even batting like average is listen, man. Batting right, let's, average. Let's, let's, use, let's use the. Uh, let, let's go a little further. The yeah, let's uh, let's look at his boat. Yeah, a, a seven fifty three OPS. That's really a really really a barn burner, right mm, there. Yeah, but what's his D's? <laughs> what's his XYM? <laughs> what's his YM plus? Um, how can you say Gary Sanchez is bad when he has an above league average D's plus? D's plus. He's <laughs> <laughs> got a D's plus. Why am I laughing at this? I think I think my brain's fried. I've been up since seven in the morning. Um, Gary Sanchez has an above league average YM. So, yeah, can I can I take a second to say fuck advanced stats Twitter and everything about them? <laughs> Batting average and ERA will suffice. Thank you very much. <laughs> average average batting average ERA enjoyer. <laughs> no, batting average definitely. See, nah. I think a happy medium there is on base. I think on base is fine. 
I'll take on base and OBS, yes. But I think, you know. But here, once you're getting issue, into like. Here's my other issue with shit. advanced stats. You can use advanced stats to really make a narrative about anything in the sport, especially when 90% of said narratives are total nonsense. And I don't think. I think advanced, like advanced analytics has a place in sports. But I think they're too heavily emphasized. <laughs> okay, when you use advanced stats to like spin, like that one guy does the spin narratives that like Rudy Gobert is better than like Hakeem. That's when it is like, okay, obviously that's, you're just dumb. If they're using that to troll, that's one thing. But there are like people that unironically will try to spin things like that. And you need to it, stop. Yeah, it's not. Bro, Gary Sanchez has a very high Bofa. He's fine. Um, yeah. So anyways, about football. Right. Because somehow, somehow we got into a conversation about Gary Sanchez with... Uh, you want another football stat that doesn't exist? Let's hear another football stat that doesn't exist. QB wins. Fake. Not a real stat. Does not exist. QB record is not a real stat. Just like pitcher wins and losses, they do not matter. Those, those are arbitrary. I use, however, I will use them when they fit my narrative. Exactly. Fuck you. I don't care. So Tom Brady won like his 230th win or something like that, and that helps my narrative. But if Dak won and he got his like, you know, 50th QB win or something like that, I don't care because it doesn't fit my narrative. We do not care. Listen, that's, that's the beautiful thing about sports. Um, your narrative it, can be whatever you want. Here's, here's what people need to understand. Jokes over facts. Yeah, this is not that serious. You need to understand that we will pull bullshit if it means our narrative will fit. Yes. And I know I just said it against Advanced Stats Twitter, who does the exact same thing, but here's the thing. It's my narrative that I can be a shitter on Twitter. Yeah, nerd. Yeah, if you're going to be a nerd, you know, that, that goes against my narrative, so fuck Do you me. have good stats? Maybe, but I'm just going to call you a nerd. Tell you to touch grass, so who really wins? And just reply counter ratio, sadly. <laughs> I've never said that in my life on Twitter. Average advanced stats fan versus ca- uh, average uh, <clears throat> ratio enjoyer. <laughs> you yeah, can I, post velocity, you can post velo exits for me but like you're gonna get ratioed sadly you're concerned about the numbers i'm like haha baseballs go burr you're concerned about the numbers i'm concerned about the numbers under my tweet (laughs) fucking banger (laughs) that was a bar Well, it gets you more serotonin reading WRC plus stats or uh, likes on Twitter. <laughs> likes exactly. on Twitter just hit different. Exactly. 
when you have that one tweet that you've been thinking about all day and you finally have the balls to put pen to paper and like you just send it out there and even if it only gets like five that. tweets or it gets five likes it's like that's that's a serotonin boost that'll put you through the rest of the day i don't care i'll tweet gotten i'll tweet pp poo poo right now like i don't care no balls you won't oh okay I'll put a comma in that motherfucker too. Alright, do it. Alright, bet. It's already out. <laughs> you put the comma in it. Yeah, I did. That was a lie. I, I didn't say you were. <sighs> My words are gospel. This motherfucker's spitting. I was spitting for real. God was spitting when he said pee pee poo poo. <laughs> okay. So week one. Yeah, because that, that's happening. Yeah. Um, yep. Alright, what 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 big games do we have to talk about this week? What games do we have to talk about this week? Well, unfortunately this week is kind of pee pee poo poo. Um do you want to discuss oh, there's like two good games maybe actually no we got some stuff how about we how about we talk about um bill Steelers? why not oh, god we need content yeah bills are gonna win this game by 20 yeah definitely picking the bills um big ben still playing is absurd time to give this shit up man like Big Ben needs to go home and be a family man it's time yeah I mean it's it's time to stop pretending he can play football man it just is um he needs to go be a regular at his local TGI Fridays he needs to go to jail but he probably already is a regular at his local TGI Fridays <laughs> Uh, I don't know. He's the guy that has one too many cocktails and then starts uh, saying some regrettable things to his waitress. Bro, they don't call him Big Ben because he's skinny. No, probably the opposite, actually. <laughs> All right. Good. Actual good game that might actually amount to something. Cardinals-Titans. Yeah, definitely an interesting matchup here. I mean, Cardinals on the up and up. Titans kind of trying to establish themselves as a top dog in the AFC South, which they are. Like that shouldn't be a debate. But in case in case you're wondering, uh, I think the Titans win this game, not handily, but I think I think the Cardinals give them a decent fight. But the Titans win this one. I think that Titans team at home start the year. They get a nice tough opponent to start. Really be a good test for them. Uh, I like the Titans. Um. Yeah. All right. What's the next game we got? Next game, honestly, is my game of the week. Actually, no, it's not. I'm lying. Game after this will be, but we got Packers Saints. Uh, obviously in New Orleans somehow. Maybe. Well, I don't know. Uh, it's in. It, it is in Jacksonville. Oh, it's in Jacksonville. My fault. Uh, Rogers will probably be staying there, and uh, 
talking to a certain franchise in the area after the game. Um, Damn, crazy who's going to talk to the Saints after putting up 40 on them. It's kind of crazy. I meant, I meant the Jaguars. I, I know, I know. I also forget their franchise, too. It's okay. Okay, so... I mean, I got the pack. Uh, yeah, the Packers are putting up 40, and they might win by 40. I'm going to be honest. See, everyone, I feel like every year at the start of the year, it's the same thing with the Packers. I think like every Packers year goes the exact same way. It starts off like, oh, Rod, this is Rodgers last year. This is their last ride. Uh, team's so dramatic. They're not going to be as good this year. Then they go and go like 13-3. and three. And then everyone's like, oh, they're going to the Super Bowl. And then they fuck up somehow. Well, I think it's going to be half as. I do think this might be Rodgers' last year in Green Bay. I think it depends. I I think if they win a Super Bowl, no. But I think that's the only way he stays. And it's not really unrealistic. Like No, it's not unrealistic at all that if they don't win the Super Bowl, Rodgers might leave. Because Rodgers can take a team to a Super Bowl. I mean, I don't, I don't think it's unrealistic. The Packers finally get a grip and win this year. Like, I think that's very possible. Like, I don't think there's a guarantee. Like, I don't think there's a clear cut Super Bowl like matchup this year. Really, um, I mean, obviously, you can point to the Chiefs and say they're going to come out of the AFC, and they probably will. I think they have the best chance, but there's a lot of good teams in the AFC right now. It's a lot tougher than it was like two years ago, really. Um, NFC, obviously always tough. But I think the only way Roger stays is a ring. Same with Tay, really. Because if Rodgers isn't there, Tay's This not. is also Tay's last season, too, isn't it? It's the last year on contract. But I mean, No, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I know they were trying to get an extension done, but they didn't get it done, so... No, but I think he's waiting to see what happens with Rodgers. Because if Rodgers leaves, why would he come back? Exactly. Take him, just follow Rodgers wherever he ends up. He doesn't even have to do that. I mean, mean, it seems like Tay and Rodgers like each other a lot. So, I mean, I think they might want to try together. I mean, number one, there's not a lot of teams that have the cap to do that. I I think we've seen that the salary cap can be easily managed. Um. You can definitely work around that. I mean, Especially if it means you get Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. I think most oh, it's I think a lot of teams will they'll make that work. It's worth it. Yeah. They'll pay they might be in cap hell in a few seasons from then. But if you get the opportunity to do that now, you can t- there are plenty of teams that turn into win now mode. If you can get Rodgers and Tay. I mean, the thing is, both of those players are Undebatably, in my mind, top three of their positions. I don't think anyone's going to argue with you. Um. So I think at this point, if you're the Packers, you you just got to get a grip. You got to just do it. Yeah, they simply just need to win because, like you know, winning is an option. Obviously, as we said earlier. They, need, they merely need to select the option that, yes, you, you do want to win now. I mean, they feel, I mean, I think they have to at this point. I think if the Packers don't win the Super Bowl this year, this is when they start to, like, actually decline and not, like, 
oh, it's over for them to climb, and it's not. It's like this is when it starts to hit the fan. Um, but now my game of the week, my real game of the week, Browns Chiefs. Yeah, we um, we saw how get close this game could have been in the divisional round last year. Obviously, the Chiefs ran away with it, but the Browns did get off to a good start. Um, I mean, Chiefs in Kansas City, it's almost impossible to bet against them. So I do think Chiefs win this game. Well, I mean, but, to be fair, without they will probably they're going to be without the honey badger. I mean, okay. And still the Chiefs. I don't know about Frank Clark. Yeah, Frank Clark, that's like a bigger loss to that defense, but I mean. But, yeah, I, I don't think the Chiefs have that big of a problem with the Browns because the Chiefs are the Chiefs. And it, it's hard to bet against the Chiefs in general, but at Arrowhead. Come on now, that's there's just no betting against them at home. It's the toughest stadium to play in in the NFL for a reason. Yeah, Chiefs are winning that one. Yeah, I'm gonna go with. I mean, I'm going Chiefs as well. Um. I, 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 for the same reason, really, it's a narrow head. It's just not going to work for the Browns, I don't think. Jeez, I'm looking at the the last 1 p.m. game on Sunday. Jags-Texans tickets are as low as $17. Would you pay $17 to go to a Texans game? No. It's got to be under 10 I don't know how much better you can do than 17, though, at that point. I mean, if it's under 10, I mean, I feel like I might as well swallow the $8 at that point because, like, you know, it's still a fo- it's still technically a football game. I mean, you're really riding the technical there, to be honest. Well, my parents are lawyers, so, you know, that's kind of in my blood. Too, like, I mean, I guess you get to see Trevor Lawrence, so... Yeah, I don't know, man. $17, like, that's... For a, for a professional football game, I mean, like, admission to college football game. some college football games are more expensive than that. I mean, most are. If you go at least like, at a least really good school. Level, yeah. Oh, man. So, actually, how about I ask, what do you think is going to be your biggest stinker game of the week? Like, what game biggest do you... stinker game of the week? Besides oh, Jags... Texans. I mean, Jags-Texans is a given. Uh, I feel like Jets-Panthers is going to be an absolute shit show, too, for the most part. Um, But honestly, Eagles-Falcons is going to be a train wreck. I was thinking that. I was thinking that. You know what I actually think is going to be just a nightmare? I think my what? stinker of the week, Bengals-Vikings. No, nah, the Vikings... 
I feel like the Vikings are just going to eat tear the Bengals. Up yeah, the that's why I think it's going to be a stinker. I think Eagles-Falcons is going to be a stinker because both these teams should be actively tanking. No, you know what? We're both dumb. There's a very clear answer here that we did not say. The obvious... Giants? Yeah, that's going to be the stinker of the week. That game is going to be dreadful. I think it's. I think it's because... This one's going to be an interesting one just because both these teams are deluded into thinking they can be a competitive football team when they very much can. <sighs> yeah, I mean, well, Gettleman's always had that problem. He looks at a roster and he's like, yeah, this could win a Super Bowl. And it has, like, Daniel Jones starting and, like, two good defenders. Um, yeah, and then, like, the Broncos, you know, they got... I don't even know who they're starting at quarterback right now. For all we know, I don't. Who is it? I think it's going to be Teddy. Is it going to be Teddy Bridgewater? Yeah, I mean, that that should, that is the right call in that case. But Teddy two gloves. Good lord! I thought Drew Locke was going to be actually kind of decent too. That's the fucked up part. Yeah, I thought Drew Locke was actually going to be good, but he's not. He's actually dreadful. It's pretty fucking I can't bad. think of one noteworthy thing he's done in a football game other than the time he sang along to a Jeezy song on the sideline. Yeah, since then it's been rough. Yeah, that's the one like notable thing I can think of doing during a football game in the NFL. That was enough for white people to think he was going to be good. Yeah. Broncos team, I thought had so much promise, but yeah, they're done. They're cooked. All right, do we have anything else to talk about, or should we wrap this one up? We can wrap it up. All right. So that's going to do it for episode 160 of I'm Walking Here. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at IWH Podcast. You can follow myself on Twitter at ENMQ, that's spelled C-U-S-I-C-K. You can follow Bryce on Twitter at it's Beeriz, I-T-S-B-R-I-Z-Z. Thank you for listening, and have a great day.